The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we are focusing on Rutherford County. If you want to join us in conversation, this will be your chance to talk with our county mayor, Joe Carr. The phone number to call, 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Talk one-on-one with our county mayor this morning. Or if you want to text, you can do that too. Same number. 615-893-1450. Joe, good morning to you. Morning, Bart. How are you this morning? Doing great. Good to have you with us today. Feels Be- like Beautiful fall, fall day, oh, isn't it? Oh, boy. I love it out there. I do, too. I really do. 40-something degrees out this uh, A little crisp in the air. Yeah. Football on set Friday nights oh, and Saturdays perfect. and Sundays. That's my favorite time of the year. A little trail riding on the farm oh, in, in, yeah. the, in order here pretty soon. So. You know how to have fun, it sounds I, like. I, I, you play hard and you work even harder. (laughs) Well, speaking of working hard, I think one of the big things on your agenda is to uh, get this situation ironed out with our landfill, center point landfill, our middle point. Yes, sir. Middle point. Uh, How is progress going? So the last commission uh, and the previous mayor, Mayor Ketchum, did an excellent job spending a lot of time researching the different options. Um, available to the county moving forward about how we're going to deal with uh, our solid waste. And so there are a number of options that uh, we're going to consider going forward about how to uh, divert our waste stream out of the landfill. However, what we've got in addition to that is we've got an emerging problem at Middle Point where um, it appears that um, Republic may be closing that or moving to closure of that landfill sooner than later. And what we've been hearing historically is the landfill, depending on who you've talked to and when you talk to them, that the landfill has anywhere from four to eight years of life left in it. Now, I'm talking about the middle point landfill that Republic manages in the, here in Middle Tennessee at Walter Hill. And so we've been hearing four to eight years of life for several, several years now. Um, I've been up on top of the old Rutherford County landfill uh, with my solid waste director, uh, Bishop Wagner, and we've got, we're consulting with some uh, environmental experts and landfill experts, and at this stage, it appears that the Republic is rapidly moving toward closure of that part of the landfill sooner rather than later. If that happens, that's going to create emergency, an emergency situation for Rutherford County. Uh, and what do we do immediately with our waste stream? So the time for talk has, and, and analysis has passed. We have to do something with about 350,000 tons of trash that is generated inside Rutherford County every year. We have to do something or we're going to find ourselves in a couple of three years with trash literally in the streets. So you're thinking that this could happen not tomorrow, but within three years. We do have a little breathing room to come up with a solution. Well, we have, if, it, 
I suspect we're within less than three years from topping out the current landfill airspace that they're permitted that uh, Middle Point, excuse me, Republic is permitted to put out there. Um, and that's without expansion. And I think, you know, obviously, uh, I'm going to fight expansion. I know Mayor McFarland's done, McFarland's done an excellent job fighting expansion. That landfill has been out there. Uh, permitted to take trash from outside Rutherford County since 1995. And I think there generally is great landfill fatigue, with, and rightfully so, within Rutherford County because 70% of the trash, over 70% of the trash that comes into Middle Point is from outside the county. And I think Rutherford County Rallians, like myself, are tired of being the trash can for Middle Tennessee. Unless they get an expansion permit, and I don't, I think, that is unlikely at this point. I'm not willing to predict that, but I just don't think that's as likely as it once was uh, because of some uh, factors. And I can share with those you in a little bit if you like. But some recent events this summer have made it much more unlikely they're going to get that expansion permit. And so I think they're moving toward closure. If they're moving toward closure within two and a half to three years, we don't have a window to do something. We have to put together a plan right now, and we have to move toward getting that plan implemented before closure. We have to be in place before closure because if we don't and they close the landfill, where is Rutherford County going to go with 350,000 tons of trash generated every, every year? Now, there has been conversations with a company down in Georgia to uh, do something about recycling. That's, that's Pratt, and the Pratt, whether it's Pratt, or anybody else, recycling and composting is a solution, but that so implementing of that solution is certainly beyond that window, and that you're not going to divert enough of a waste stream for that to make an impact on keeping us out of a crisis, which is what do we do with the waste that we generate in this county that can't be diverted to recycling or composting? We have to come up with a solution right now with what we're going to do with our trash that cannot be diverted. Now, when I say diverted, I, I want to, what I'm talking about is, depending on who you talk to and what technologies they're referring to, we can divert anywhere from 20 to 60 percent of our waste stream. And I've never, and, and quite honestly, it would surprise me if we could divert more than 50. But assuming that we can divert 20 to 60 percent out of a landfill that means we still have 40 to 80 percent uh, that we that we have to find a home for and uh, the, the point in the case of a landfill so we have to do something with a minimum of 40 and more like 80 percent of our waste stream within the next two to three years or we're going to have we're going to have a serious serious problem on our hands what can we do with that waste i mean are we going to have to uh, carry it to some other county, or can we get a uh, some way to use use a new landfill here for ourselves? Well, the solution to uh, Middle Point landfill and Rutherford County solid waste needs has always been a multi-pronged approach. And first, the first thing the county needs to do is uh, join with the city mayors, McFarland, Mayor McFarland, Mayor Marister Reed, Mayor Jason Cole, and Mayor Lehman in Eagleville, Laverne, Smyrna, and Murfreesboro and say, this is a countywide challenge, a countywide issue. And it's going to take all of us coming together to solve this problem. And there's not a single point solution that's going to alleviate the crisis that I think is coming. 
And so what I want to do, but, but the most immediate problem in front of us is how do we solve for the potential closure of Middle Point Landfill in Walter Hill? That's the immediate crisis. Now, I believe as the county mayor, we as leadership can walk and chew gum at the same time, Bart. And so what I, when, I, when I say that, what I'm saying is, is while we're dealing with this potential crisis, we can also, at the same time, of finding out where we're going to deal with our waste stream outside of Rutherford County in the event that Middle Point closes, we can also start to aggressively attack how we're going to move that waste stream away from the landfill and into recycling, composting, energy generation, those kind of things. There are several options that we have available in that regard in diversion. And there's not, we just don't have to pick just one. We can pick several. So it's like a cafeteria. We can have several things. But the point is, is we've got to deal with the potential impending crisis. And then we've got to work at the same time on diversion, diversion of that waste stream out of a landfill. Because we've got to be much more environmentally responsible uh, within our community about how we deal with our trash, our trash pickup, and our trash tra- our, our, our transportation needs in that regard. Let's take a phone call here. <clears throat> We're in a crisis situation, it sounds like, or about to begin. Well, let me, I want to be very, very clear. We're not in a crisis situation today. What, what I'm anticipating is, is, the, is, is a crisis, and so I'm trying to work to avoid a crisis. We, I do not want the listeners to think that we are in a crisis. We are not. But it's my job as county mayor to make sure that we avoid a crisis, if at all possible. And so that's what we're talking about today. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Joe Carr. Uh, good morning. I appreciate the concern with the landfill, but my problem is that I would like to have the Amaville Road sign put back up. It's been down for a long time, and it's, to give people directions, they, it really needs to be up because you will pass that lane before you know it without... After you say a half a mile, then there's a little needs to be a sign put up that's directing them to Amberville Road. Now, is this the sign on the interstate, or which sign is it? Uh, a sign on the 840. On 840, okay. And I don't know who whose problem that is, but it needs to be put back up. It, I know the wind knocked it down several times. It's a big sign, but it needs to be put back up so people would know where it. Ma'am, just, yes, ma'am. Just to be clear, you're talking about the exit sign on 840 that directs you to the Almova Road exit. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, yes, ma'am. I know exactly who to call on that, and I will be glad to uh, get that, uh, put that call in. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I'll see if I can't get that remedy. That would be the, the t- Tennessee Department of Transportation is responsible for that, and I certainly know oh, who to call okay. to get that done. All right. Thank you very much. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Let's take another call. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Joe Carr. Uh, yes, this is Beth Priest, and, and um, you had mentioned that, um, you know, diverting uh, trash through recycling um, and would be good for the environment, and, and I agree with you. And um, so I don't understand if the groundwork has already been laid by uh, and started by Mayor Ketrin previously uh, with Pratt, why can't we just go ahead and and get that ball rolling on that? And um, it would be good for now in the future and two to three years for now. Uh, There's a couple of problems that I have that we've yet to work through with the arrangement with Pratt. The first is the 
uh, selected location is 19 acres on Highway 41A uh, at Singer Road and Florence Road. That is Rutherford County property that is prime real estate. It's also right across the road from a future uh, housing development. And uh, under their current um, letter of understanding that neither Pratt nor the county have signed, it would give Pratt that prime real estate for development at $1 per year as a lease. Uh, additionally, in a, in, I think, and I think the property is much more valuable to Rutherford County than that. Uh, number two, uh, the uh, letter of agreement, again, that has not been signed, stipulates that, uh, or is silent, that Pratt can bring outside trash from Rutherford County into the county to be recycled. And I'm adamantly opposed to that because that is the problem that was created at Walter Hill at Middle Point. And um, so I am opposed to an outside county bringing their trash into Rutherford County, whether it's to be buried or to be recycled. Because once we lose control over the um, transfer of, or transportation of trash from outside the county, we have no control over that facility. And I will never accept the idea that we, uh, going forward, will accept trash from outside Rutherford County. I don't care if it's to be recycled or, for, or to be buried. So there are, there are several options to recycling that are very, very important, and we're going to pursue those. Uh, but those two things right there uh, will have to be renegotiated. Okay. Even if um, recycling, trash coming in to be recycling, seems to be better environmentally instead of um, to be buried? There's no question that recycling is better than being buried, and we're pursuing that. What I'm referring to specifically is the potential agreement that gives Pratt uh, that prime piece of real estate for a dollar a year, and that allows Pratt to bring Davidson County trash into Rutherford County to be recycled. I'm opposed to both of those. I'm certainly not opposed to Pratt recycling, but those two stipulations in a border party agreement. So one more about the follow-up with the land. Um, so would it just go to, um, you're saying that it would be better earmarked for more development? I'm saying it's better to uh, earmarked for a more reasonable type of development that fits that particular community. I don't believe, I don't believe uh, a recycling center, a 20-acre recycling center across from a subdivision is the best use of that property. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. And that opens a line for you, 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. And you're coming with new information showing us that uh, it looks like Republic is going to be closing the landfill. What, what made them decide that all of a sudden? Is it, is it maxed out? Is it very close to being maxed out? So there were, there, were several, there were several events that happened over the summer uh, and several observations that were made, not just by me, but by landfill specialists and professionals. And so, it, so it's an accumulation of events. The first event is that Republic had some serious violations over the course of the last year, some more serious than others. But uh, it, was, it was a cumulative effect of trying to bring too much trash in there and their engineering crew not being able to keep up with it. What TDEC allowed them to do was to put a synthetic cover, and I forget the name of the cover, Bart, but it's a cover that is a substitute for the uh, clay and soil they're supposed to put over the landfill every, every Friday. 
going into the weekend. They're required by TDEC to cover it. So TDEC, excuse me, Republic got a got an. A, got approved an alternate method to spray on to spray the cover on the trash to keep from smelling and from blowing and it's just a cover it's environmentally it's a cover and what we found out in i think it was july because i took some video was the landfill caught fire if you recall and you know despite what some may think landfill catching fire is not a good thing and i know they tried to downplay it but what the what it illustrated was that the landfill was not being covered and so TDEC came back and, and cited them two major violations, one of it which stipulated that they now had to cover with dirt and clay every weekend. They have to cover. And that's very, very expensive because uh, the assumption is, and an understandable assumption, is they're running out of dirt and clay to cover the landfill. And so it's very, very expensive for them to truck in dirt and clay. I suspect that was a large part of their justification for moving forward. Moreover, you've had uh, Mayor McFarland and the city of Murfreesboro file a federal lawsuit uh, on environmental concerns. You've had some issues with the four, uh, the four County Solid Waste Board uh, passing a resolution uh, disallowing them to bring trash in from outside the county after December 31st. And you've had, again, the minor violations. You've had um, a, a number of lawsuits. So you have this accum a cumulative effect um, on the part of Republic. And I just think we've reached the point, or they've reached the point, where they're no longer making the money out there. They thought that we're going to make. And uh, it's just time. And they don't. I don't believe they expect the landfill to them to get their expansion that they need to continue to operate for the next 30 to 50 years, which is what they want. And so um, it's, in, it's, in my opinion, and the opinion of two different professionals, that they will be close, closing sooner rather than later. Now, if they close, we have heard that, according to federal laws, they have to stay there and maintain the land. That's correct. For 50 or so years. They've got a bond for 50 years. They've got a, they've got a bond with this, the state that requires them to maintain that landfill in, closed, in a closed state. So it's their responsibility, not the counties, not the states. It is their financial responsibility. Now, they can't say, we don't have enough money, we're leaving early. Well, that's the whole point of the bond. And if they run out, of, if the money in the bond goes away, then the state has to step up and fill in the gap, not the county. This is, this is not, at this point, it's not a county problem. It, at that point, excuse me, it's not a county problem. It's a TDEC, Republic Services problem. But Republic again, Services is a multi-billion dollar corporation. I would doubt it would get to that point. I would be surprised. I've got a feeling that a lot of people are hearing this for the first time. We're going to pause for just a moment. When we come back, we will continue the conversation. But how soon, before we take this break, and uh, you mentioned it earlier, how soon do you think that they will be wanting to shut down Middle Point. Well, again, this this is all ba this is sp speculation based on the observations I've made and the based on the observations of two landfill uh, specialists, and so we're we're not we don't know exactly, but I suspect certainly within three years. You heard it right here. That is our county mayor, Joe Carr. We will be back if you're motivated. With a question, don't dilly-dally on this one. Call us quickly, 615-893-1450. We do have a line open. You can text as well, 
Same number, 615-893-1450, will return. Talk Radio WGNS, putting the power of your free speech into action. On air and online at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, I'm Larry Castelli, and I love living at Adams Place. It's very friendly. Everyone here seems to want to make friends and be your friend. And the staff is fabulous. Betsy, who is the director of activities, is fabulous. She's always having something going on. We have music at least once a week, wine and cheese, and there's all sorts of different type of activities. I would highly recommend Adam's Place. Don't let concerns about today's events derail your long-term financial strategy. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and I'm here to help. We can work together to understand the impact of these events and make sure that your goals are top of mind. While you can't control market volatility, we'll help focus on what you can control. We can connect in several virtual ways. Start by giving me a call at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to demasesrestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants, go to demasesrestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Come by our store, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're a full-line music instrument store with well over 5,000 square feet packed with great instruments in every category. In guitars, we're your local dealer for the two top acoustic guitar brands in the world, Martin and Taylor. We've got the best selection and prices anywhere in the state of Tennessee on these. This is Dave Kivanemi at Music World and Drummer's Den in Murfreesboro, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. When the weather's at its worst, we're at our best. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Good morning. We still see heavy traffic right now out here in certain places up and down certain sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Yes, it's busy 24 westbound as you head towards Nashville. We're looking at a wreck 24 westbound at Hickory Hollow Parkway. The fire department just got here. Give yourself a little bit of extra time. It's more rubbernecking than it is lane blockage. Again, as you leave Rutherford County headed towards Davidson uh, on 24 westbound. Again, I'm looking live at this crash here at Hickory Hollow Parkway. A hey, Ober Gatlinburg restaurant and lounge celebrating Oktoberfest. Check it out at Obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high around 70 degrees. North winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour at times gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Fuchitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 41. We got some good neighbors and we like bragging on them. Nominate a good neighbor every day. Put it in writing on WGNS. WGNS. AM. FM. FM. Online. We have your attention now. Obviously, big things are about to burst loose right there at the Middle Point Landfill in Walter Hill. Our county mayor, Joe Carr, is our guest this morning, and he has made the bold statement that within the next three years, he 
has a strong feeling that they're going to be moving, shutting down the landfill. How are we going to pay for all of this? I mean, you, you mentioned we could end up with having to truck our garbage somewhere else. Right. Uh, there's no good ferry out there. No, there's not. And, you know, Rutherford County has been in the enviable position for the last 30 years where we haven't paid tipping fees, which is the cost to bury trash at a landfill. That's, you know, when you go across a scale, the trash is weighed and you pay so much a ton. So trash originating in Rutherford County from our convenience centers and from the schools doesn't pay that tipping fee. A tipping fee out at Middle Point landfills on or about $110 a ton. And so we've been about, so about a third of the trash generated within the county, including the cities, is, is, doesn't get tipped. Obviously, if we're going to have to find another place for our trash until we can get these different diversion techniques online, we're going to have to pay tipping fees. And so the day of, you know, free trash removal and deposit are over. And, and I would caution the listeners to get not to get too, ups, too upset about that because, you know, just like, Bart, we pay for and we're willing to pay and we want to pay for reliable electricity. Just like we want to pay for clean water and just like we want to, we demand fast internet, right? We demand fast internet, we want clean water, and we expect reliable electricity. We should also come to expect that we're going to have to have an environmentally friendly way and responsible way to deal with our solid waste. And we're not going to be able to get that. That's not going to be free anymore. That, that, that literally that ship has sailed. Uh, now, my office and the county commissioner, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that has as little financial impact on the county residents as possible. But the days of free tipping fees are going to be, are, in, my, uh, in my mind, are about over. Here's a, a listener who has a question, and it's an interesting one. They're concerned not only with the increased cost brought on by us having to pay the tipping fees, but they say it's coming at a time when nobody's wanting to work. And so to entice people out of the house, they're paying them huge salaries, even for smaller beginning jobs. Also, the cost of living has dramatically increased. The cost of housing, if you're wanting to buy a house, it's gone through the roof. Totally, the cost of living is getting unaffordable. We were talking about this area being the affordable area to come to. It's rapidly becoming just like California. What well, can we do? Well, we're that's a conundrum because, we, and and we and I and I understand the question, but it, 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 the question a caller poses an interesting scenario. A question is because we all are constantly recruiting higher paying jobs. Well, when you recruit higher paying jobs you recruit a higher standard of living. A higher standard of living, it relates to higher prices for goods and services. So we're in this cycle. So, you know, when we talk about affordable housing and this kind of thing, I think the question we have to ask is affordable for who? And so if we're talking about for affordable for middle income families, two household income families, I would say yes. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is we've got to decide, and this goes back to something I talked about during the campaign, we have to decide as a community what we want to be and how then, once we've decided that, we're going to, how we, are we going to get there? Uh, 
you know, the price of a home now in Rutherford County, the average price of a home is probably around $400,000. My word and honor, Bart, I mean, and my wife and I, we bought our first home in 1985. It was a 1,200-square-foot home, 1,250-square-foot, a brand-new house, $65,000. In 1995, that was our first home. I mean, you can't buy a car for that now. And so that just, but and the caller's right. It perfectly illustrates the challenge we're in. We're recruiting higher white-collar jobs, paying to, to kind of the rising tide lifts all boats. But when we do that, we make affordable housing more difficult. And so we've got to decide how we're going to meet that challenge. It's tough. It's unrestrained growth, and we've got to get a handle on it. It's so tough. do you think there is a way to control the growth? I mean, it's, it's, I the think word there's is a, out. I think there's a way to manage the growth. And we're not doing an effective job, in my opinion, of managing the growth. Because, um, and that is, that is illustrated by the fact that we have, in just the Rutherford County schools, not, the, not including Murfreesboro City, but we have over 50,000 students in Rutherford County schools, and we're adding anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 students a year to the Rutherford County school system. And that is, that's a tremendous burden on the existing taxpayer. And so what are we going to do about that? I mean, we have to address these challenges. And we're... These all these challenges. Some people will call them problems. I don't. I see them as challenges. I see them as great opportunities. But there's something going on in Rutherford County, Bart, that it's attracting people from all over the country to want to move here, and we can never lose sight of that. What we have, as much as as great as our challenges are, our opportunities are even greater, and it's it very very important for this county mayor and the county commission and the planning commission, the cities to understand what our opportunities are. But there are cities and counties all across the country that would love to be in our position. Our biggest challenge is don't squander the opportunity. Let's go back to the landfill issue because I think a lot of people are tuning in maybe just for the first time and hearing this. You haven't heard it before. And that is in keeping with a series of things that have been happening over the past several months, you're seeing the landfill and Republic out there who owns and operates the landfill. You're seeing that they are possibly going to be forced to close within three years well are you saying maybe sooner i I think based on some events that started back in the spring a series of events um starting with you know uh some minor violations subsequent to that the four county waste board passing a resolution uh following that a federal lawsuit followed by murfreesboro city following that a landfill fire that subsequently got TDEC involved in citing them for two major violations, which had, a, I believe, a significant impact on their ability to drive profits out of that landfill. And we must remember that Republic is a publicly traded company. Their fiduciary responsibility is to their stockholders. And I understand that, just like my responsibility is to the voters. So my constituency is the voters, their constituency is the stockholders, and if they can't perform for the stockholders, they have an obligation to make changes. Also, that landfill is capped by airspace. They can only go up so high in altitude. They've reached that level on several places at the property out there. So they can only build up to that particular altitude, and then they have to stop. And so 
at a confluence of events, I believe, has brought us to the place. I could be wrong, but based on the conversations I've had with two uh, landfill experts, they believe the landfill could close within the next three years. Whether they're right or wrong, we got a landfill that's moving toward closure at some point, and we need to avert a crisis, Bart. Because we're not ready. We're not ready. We're not ready right now. And so we have time to get ready, but we need to get ready right now. And so I'm going to do everything I can to make sure this county is in a proper place to respond so that in the event that the landfill closes, that we have a place to put our trash so it doesn't end up on the street. But things like Pratt recycling, that couldn't be put into effect quickly enough to resolve any of these problems and might not resolve that much waste anyway. Oh, 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 yes. I don't believe Pratt could come online quick enough to address any part of the problem. But even if they could, stipulating that they could, they're still we're still not going to get 100% diversion to Pratt. That's what I'm trying to tell you. We're, we're not, there's not any technology out there today that provides 100% diversion from a landfill to recycling, composting, or energy. There's just not, there's not a proven technology. And so, and, and Rutherford County is not going to be the guinea pig for that technology. You know, we want it seen to be proven. That's too much of a financial gamble for this county. We won't do that. So while we discover alternative means to divert as much waste as we can out of our landfill solution, we still have to have a landfill solution as part of the equation. Several years ago, some of the county commissioners took a trip to Sevierville, yep. Tennessee, to look at their facility, which makes uh, some type of pellets. Right. Uh, and that was looked at seriously. We've looked at a lot of things. We've been to, we've been to Sevierville. We've been to San Francisco. We've been to Las Vegas. We've taken trips to Cookville. We've gone to uh, Morrison or McMinnville. We've made, we've made a lot of trips. We have the information available to us to find out economically and responsibly what would work for Rutherford County in diverting as much waste as we possibly can. And we're going to pursue those vigorously. I want to emphasize there is no proven technology working today that diverts 100% of the waste. It doesn't exist. So we have to have a solution for trucking our waste, that part that's not diverted, out of the county to another landfill. This new information that you came across from some experts who are saying we're at the border of, uh, of, of having to close this landfill. Is the county commission aware of that? What are their thoughts if they are? I am speaking to the county commission individually. Again, this information that I'm sharing with you is less than three weeks old. So your listeners are the first to hear it publicly. I have discussed this privately with the county commissioners. They understand the gravity of the situation. They also understand we don't need to panic, and we're not going to panic. We do not have a crisis, okay? What we're trying to avoid is a crisis. And so we're going to move uh, expeditiously, deliberately. We're going to move responsibly, but we're going to implement a solution to avoid what I believe is a potential crisis. Now, you mentioned that the land over near where Singer used to be, uh, which was being looked at Nin- for About 19 plant. acres, yes, sir. Uh, so you need about 19 acres somewhere. No, sir. That's not what I'm saying. Pratt was not a Pratt was a recycling center. They wanted they wanted that particular property from the county for about a dollar a year. Well, not about that for a dollar a year, so they could set up a recycling center and in exchange for recycling, 
Rutherford County's trash at no cost. They were going to, they wanted a $1 a year lease agreement on that property for 20 years. And then they would also have the option of bringing trash from outside the county into that facility for recycling. And both of those, I just, I just don't think the way that deal is currently structured is a good deal for Rutherford County. That doesn't mean we shouldn't deal, work with Pratt, and it doesn't mean that we shouldn't recycle. I'm saying those two components of the deal give me pause. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Joe Carr. I'm glad you took my call. I've been trying to call you guys for a while, and it's been everything gets complicated when so, something is so simple. Uh, if I'm a pan, if I'm buying a, anything in a place called Rutherford County, in a place called the United States, it's taxed one way, a uh, hundred ways. But you and I have been talking about this landfill forever. Motherboard is out of control, people. It's crazy around here now, and it, it just don't make no sense. Way this town is, every way you look, turn, or flip, what, what is going on with you all? Sir, oh, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm not sure what he means. What's going on with me? I'm trying to avoid a crisis so that we don't have to live with the stench of garbage in our streets, and we're not un- adversely and unnecessarily financially impacted. So I'm trying to be very, very proactive here. Now you mentioned the stench of of garbage. Uh, that's something that is not new. Uh, it's been with us for a few years now. Right. Right. Uh, but and that's, that's, a, and that's, that's a, continuing that's a, to be a That's a symptom of the problem, uh, just so you know. I mean, the the smell of the landfill has gotten progressively worse over time, and it's because they've increased the volume, I, in my opinion, they've increased the daily volume that goes into the landfill. It wasn't that long ago that that landfill was only bringing in a couple thousand tons, 2,500 tons a day. Now it's up over 5,000 tons. I live, Bart, I live 10 miles east, southeast of the landfill as the crow flies. Up till about two years ago, I didn't smell the landfill. I didn't smell it at all. Now, on on a cool, damp morning, it's the odor is noxious on my farm. Well, I, I haven't smelled it in the 25 years previous, so why am I smelling it now? The right way I'm smelling it now is they can't keep up, Republic, I believe, they can't keep up with the volume of trash they're bringing sir, in there, which goes to the cover problem. Excuse me. Yes, sir. Well, do you have an idea or do you have a, maybe an answer to the problem? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, about how long is your answer? Do you have, how long do you think it's going to take you to clean it, clean this problem up, sir? Because that's not the only problem we have in Mothersburg. No, it's not, and I, it's I, out of control. It, it's it, I, I agree with you, and I am working with Mayor McFarland in Murfreesboro, Mayor Esther Reed, Mary Esther Reed in Smyrna, Mayor Jason Cole, and Mayor Lehman to solve the problems, not just in our cities but throughout the county. And so we're working deliberately to solve a lot of these problems because you're right. We have we have some growth challenges. We have some solid waste challenges. We have educational issues. Uh, but I would encourage you not to lose sight of the fact that as great as our challenges are, our opportunities are still greater because people want to live here. And that's that's a very enviable position to be in. This is my home and I'm going to stay here. But this don't make sense because I can tell you a whole lot of things right here that do not make sense. It's out of control. All type of directions. Yes, sir. And it don't take a rocket scientist to see this. I know this. Yes, that's correct. I agree with you. Thank you. Thank you for calling. And uh, it sounds like it is out of control, too. If we're looking as it, and these are some experts who have passed this information on to you. Correct. Experts are saying it could very easily close 
and need to close in three years. So they've just gone wild by putting in garbage? Is that I don't, it? No, I don't think they've gone wild. I, I want to be very careful with descriptive adjectives. Uh, we're, they haven't gone wild. What it has, we've got... So we've got a confluence of events. Again, I've said this. We've got a confluence of events over the last six to eight months that have brought us to this point. It's, you know, and so, but I believe, and, and again, I, let me just be clear. I have not spoken to Republic. Uh, it's interesting because I used to speak, uh, was speaking to Republic rather frequently uh, until the landfill fire. And then since the landfill fire, I haven't spoken to Republic at all. They have not called me. And I, to be honest, I haven't called them but i used to get a call from republic on occasion uh, pretty regularly as a matter of fact you know just i bet you'll hear from them this afternoon i, after I, this. I, hope, I hope so i mean because you know quite honestly they're still they're still a neighbor and and i think i think in many respects they still want to be a good neighbor i think they're challenged in trying to find out what that looks like um i hope i hear from them uh but in any event you know, if they don't get the expansion they need down Jefferson Pike, and I think that is less likely today than it was, then they are, then they have, then their limits on what they can do are not difficult to forecast. And so what I'm trying to do is if they do not get the expansion going down Jefferson Pike, and I think it's more unlikely today than it was for these same circumstances, then we have a responsibility to avert a crisis, and that is, is my job as mayor. I And I'll say this. Let's assume that I'm wrong, Bart. Let's assume for a second that I am dead wrong on the idea that they're going to close within three years. It's still a good idea for Rutherford County to have a plan B with what, what to do with its solid waste and not be solely dependent on one solution such that they could they could close those gates anytime they want, by the way. They could close them tomorrow. They could, clo- they could close them right now, to us. Just so you know. So I mean, to, literally, to and, the, and the agreement says they got to give us thirty days. But thirty days is essentially right now. What happens if they announce that they're closing that landfill on November first? Now what? you said to us. Yes. Could they leave it open for other counties? Potentially, because in their mind, they believe that the four-county solid waste agreement violated the agreement when they passed that resolution saying that they they weren't going to allow solid waste from outside the county, inside the county, beginning January 1, 2023. In their mind, we violated that agreement. And so now we're ended up in court. And so do you see where we're going with this? Now it's litigious. We're in court. we got a dispute. And I just... I think what it's it's incumbent on Rutherford County leadership to have a plan B in place, an insurance policy of what we're we going to do with 350,000 tons of waste every year in the event that something happens at middle point that we can't continue to put our trash there. Sounds like we are right on the edge of a potential crisis. I know you don't want to use that word, I, I, but I, if they close that gate and have the right. But that, that's been the situation for a long time. We are. In a, that's, a been, major that's been problem. that's been the situation for years, Bart. I'm not g- telling you something that hasn't existed. I don't think they want to lose our business. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's re- the responsible thing for us to do is to have a plan B. That's what I'm telling you. We'll be right back. We'll look at that plan B. Hopefully, we'll look at the plan. Hopefully, there is a good, strong plan B. All that's news with Matt Lane, weekday afternoon. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's Place to Talk.
If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The sunrise puffs up above the horizon. So glad to see you today. I'm Amy Watson. And I'm Ben Hill. Welcome to News Channel 5 this morning. Time to fill your day with something more than a routine. This is Sky 5 Live as uh, every day there's a brand new skyscraper <laughs> going up. This is where we connect. Come on, y'all. We are alive. We are well. We Laugh. <laughs> see the beauty of the morning. When you look out this morning in that sunrise, you get the prettiest picture. Uh, News Channel 5 helps you out the Traffic door. Traffic anchor Rebecca Schleicher joins us now with the latest. The good news is there are pretty easy alternate routes. With something more than news, weather, and traffic. News Channel 5's Nick Barris is in our Good News Alert <laughs> Center this morning. Take a look right there at this dark. Yes, Whoa. It's something to lift your spirits. Wow. If that doesn't get you going, then we need to have a chit-chat. Ben, Amy, Leland, Nikki D, Rebecca, and Nick. We are here to get you yeah. revved up and going. A better day. It's Wednesday. It is day. Starts this morning. News Channel 5 this morning. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high around 70 degrees. North winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour at times gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's We're News Radio WGNS. We've got your local sports fix. Weekdays at 5, it's all sports talk with Monty Hill Jr. and Tim Tackett here on WGNS. We are back again. It's a whole new world for Rutherford County right now. Our guest this morning, County Mayor, is with us, and he's here to answer your question. So if you have questions about uh, the issues that Joe Carr is bringing for us this morning, you've heard it. It looks like, based on some pretty solid information, the landfill in Walter Hill could close Within three years, we'd be up the creek without a paddle. We'd be in serious problems, but even more serious. We could have them close the gates on Rutherford County. They could, but that, I, I think that's extremely unlikely. I, re, I really, really do. And I don't. And, and so I was responding to a question. Um, and so that, and because the agreement has always been in place since 1995 that with 30 days notice, or if they, or if one party believes that the other, if Republic believes that uh, Rutherford County has violated that 1995 host benefit agreement, they have the prerogative of closing their services to us. That's not new information. Uh, that, that's not that's not new world. That's not a new world kind of thing. What I'm saying is is that a September, excuse me, an August letter sent from Republic Jamie Amick to the county mayor and to the county commission highlighted that and saying, hey. We could do something as soon as September one, and I'm just I'm just pointing out that Republic sent a letter to Mayor Ketchum and the County Commission uh, into July first, believe it's first of August, saying outlining the agreement that existed that they could do that. Do I think they'll do that? No, but my point is is that it it's incumbent on me as the County Mayor and the County Commission to always seek alternatives in the unlikely event that that does occur. Good morning. You're on WGNS with County Mayor Joe Carr. 
Good morning. Jim good morning. Thompson. Can you hear me? Oh, we hear you. Hey, good morning, Bart. Joe, listen, every action has a reaction. Fantastic program this morning, talking about probably the number one need in our county at this time. The uh, recycling issue, no doubt, is going to be part of a plan B. I would just suggest that, based on what I've been watching the county commission discuss, is let's take a look at what location we're going to put that in, somewhere near our residential population as well as the Horde property that's got great plans for our county. It just seems like that's the wrong location. But no doubt recycling is going to play a part in the future. But, Joe, thanks for your leadership, fantastic program, and I know you'll do the analysis and get us in the right direction. Y'all have a good day. Thank, thank you, Jim. And, and I think Jim says says it right. Is recycling a component of the basket of solutions we're going to have to provide the county? Yes. But it's very important that we pick locations for recycling and for composting and for in, if incineration is a part of that, if energy generation is a part of that. Those are all industrial types of uh, uh activities and they need to be more in industrial locations than more so than in residential and high traffic locations is what I think Jim's saying and I agree with his analysis on that. And that's going to do it for our program today. Look forward to having you back. Boy, you've gotten us all shook up today. Oh, I didn't mean to shake anybody up. As a matter of fact, I came here to bring good news to the Good News Neighbor Station, brother. You it's, you know, we're, we're on the job, right? We're going we're gonna to take care of these problems for us, Bart. We Our are. county mayor, Joe Carr, our guest this morning. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good day.